Welcome to West Virginia and Commonplace. I'm your host, JR, and my co-host... Stacy. And we are here once again. This is another movie review. We're doing these movie reviews. We took a little time um, in our lives to actually watch some movies because the movies fell into a good order. And this movie surprised me. Um, the last... Nah, to be honest, we had some free time. We weren't doing nothing. The weather's been crappy lately, so we figured we'd make ourselves useful and watch some movies and give you guys some entertainment. All right, and this movie is The Lost City. Oh, gosh, where to start? So, y'all know the normalness by now. This is quite a few in. This is our opinion, our opinion only. If you disagree, let us know. If you agree, let us know. You know, we'd like to talk to you about it and find out what your opinion was. Um, If you have any movies you want to talk about, hit us up and we'll see what we can do about watching it and getting you on a podcast and we can discuss it as well. Um, we're going to try not to give a whole lot away, but somebody over here likes to spill the beans. Okay, so, so quick story real quick. This has nothing to do with this movie, but it has to do with watching movies. Last summer, we watched Vacation Friends. And there's always a feel-good summer-type movie that, <laughs> that ends up somewhere tropical. So I know in the summertime I'm going to see some kind of tropical comedy. You know, that's something we're getting used yeah. to. So... This fit in the veins of a tropical comedy. You know, we have Sandra Bullock, um, that guy from Magic Mike. Shannon Tatum. And we have an ensemble cast of people. You even have uh, Mr. Harry Potter himself. Daniel Radcliffe. Um, and you have a stunning actor. A stunning actor that has a a brief but an amazing <laughs> portion in this movie, Brad Pitt. Very shocking part. Brad Pitt. Um, let me say this real quick on Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt, I watch a lot of his different stuff. And, and I'm not even saying he's not even my favorite actor. Right. But in this movie, he became my favorite <laughs> actor. He, The first ten minutes of this movie drew me in. See, that's... The first ten minutes of this movie, I could care less about. I'm sorry. It... I don't know if we even said the title. Did we say the title? Yeah, The Lost okay. City. Definitely Lost so City. So, The Lost City, you have Sandra Bullock and her character. She's an author. So, we'll just start out saying that. And then you have Channing Tatum with his character. And he is... Um, he's the... What did what did what he's, just, he's the Fab, he's Fabio he's, he's Fabio. The Fabio of romance and of her of her books. So anytime she writes a book, you're going to see him on the front of it. And they start out laying in the middle of a tomb or a, a pyramid or something, and they're talking back and forth, and it's weird, and it confused me at first. But she's trying to write her book, and she's went through a lot of crap and this and that. And until the point of, what do you, how do we want to say this? To the point of Daniel Radcliffe's character, I was pretty bored. Right. Um, just a little smooth part, like you said about the whole addition and addition of what she was writing. Um, she had fallen off as a writer. She had no. been on a little. No. You'll learn, you'll learn that part in the movie if you pay attention. You must have missed it. Uh-oh. And I'll, I'll explain it to you later. All right, so um, before Harry Potter gets on there, because I want to refer to him as Harry Potter throughout this whole thing, um, she's going to do like an expose, like a... Her book tour. A book tour. Yeah. And Channing Tatum does his Fabio thing, <laughs> and they start dancing. This is the one scene that got me. That's what probably hooked me in. 
Um, they're, they're dancing. And I didn't know that he had, I knew he had a wig on because his hair really not like that in real right. life. But they're doing this, this, and that. And next thing you know, he falls off the stage, his wig comes off, and he's just looking stupefied. Um, and I did say stupefied. And after that, that's when the movie really starts taking off because things start going a different way. Right. And. Right. They did Channing Tatum dirty in this movie. I'm sorry. But if you have seen his other movies and seeing him acting in this movie, I want to know what the heck they were thinking. Like, I'm not saying Channing Tatum isn't nice to look at, but what I'm saying is the characters and the persona that um, us as viewers have of certain actors. Because, you know, you have somebody that does something it's hard to see them in a comedy than to see them as a killer you know it just yeah. it, it doesn't make sense and that's what they did to Channing Tatum they tur- went from someone that could be perceived as intelligent to basically an idiot to say it nicely yeah and I mean they made him a doofus and it they was did. like it's a different type of comedic approach that you could could have done mm-hmm. if he had had more slapstick more one-liners that were funny and things like that that would have been fine but they just made his character in that so the next thing you know, Daniel Ratliff, a.k.a. Harry Potter, does his thing. He kidnaps her, so they're gone. So then here comes the best part of the movie for me. Freaking Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt's character is only in this movie for three to six minutes. And he's dashing. He's everything that Channing Tatum is not. <laughs> I'm talking about he's got the hair and stuff. He kind of reminded me of um, the bounty hunter. From with right. the with the blonde hair. Yeah, you think you think that okay, here we go. Brad Pitt's the hero. He's gonna save her. Yeah, and he what do they call him? The trainer. He Channing Tatum's character. He um he was his trainer or something for some reason. So he called the dude and met him. They met him on the island or whatever. So that's how he was introduced. And it's like they meet him and he's like, all right, listen, you gotta stay here. But nah. His character ain't having nothing to do with that. He's going to follow along and he's going to be the hero. Right. And everything Brad Pitt does, he's smooth, dancing, sliding around, beating people up, causing explosions. <laughs> he he calls explosions just with his hair. I don't even know why there were explosions. Right. <laughs> so they get Sandra Bullock and her character. So I'm giving away that part of the movie. Her name is Loretta. Loretta. Hey, we know Loretta. Shout out to Loretta. Yep. Hey. All the way out there in West Virginia. Yeah. Now, um... So he rescues her. Then uh, they go through all these extra things to get to a point. Well, um, Brad Pitt's character doesn't rescue her because something traumatic happens to his character. He technically did rescue her, and then he. Yeah, because she was in the chair and they rescued her. And they were in the wheelbarrow. Was that? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay, I guess I was a little ahead of myself, but. Yeah, and Brad Pitt disappears. And we don't need to talk about it. We just leave it at that because when you see it, you'll see what I'm talking about. And uh, anyway, so you go through this movie. Channing Tatum is a disabled superhero. He is he has no ability. She throws him a gun. He fumbles the gun. He didn't even catch the gun. Um, <laughs> every time that they tried to make him a fledging action hero in this movie, he failed miserably. Right. And that's, I guess, that's where the comedy comes in. Yeah. And Channing Tatum wasn't a bad actor in this. No, not at all. Like, I I loved his acting, and I overall think that it was a really good movie. 
I just feel like the movie did him dirty with how they portrayed him. I don't know. I guess I'm just salty or something. So the further you go into this movie, there's a plot that goes on that you can uncover by watching the movie. I'm not going to take that away from you. (laughs) Um, And then you get the the only thing that that lacked in this movie, and I want to do this lacking part real (laughs) quick, is uh, there was certain character development. I wanted to know more about Daniel Ratliff and this elusive brother. The brother that took over the um, other part of the empire because whatever empire that Daniel Ratliff is from, his brother Cliff. Cliff, is that his name? Daniel Radcliffe. Daniel Radcliffe. What? Harry Potter. Harry Potter's brother is seen as being more successful than him by his father because his father gave him X amount of stuff. But Daniel Ratliff. We can just call him Abigail by his name. All right, Abigail. Oh yeah, he does. Yes. And his brother. They, they all Leslie. had very. Um, Different names. Very feminine names, I guess you would say. Abigail and Leslie. Yeah. Leslie is the more popular and the the one that got the empire. So Abigail's got to do his thing. Right. And Abigail has henchmen. His henchmen are... One of them was top of the line. The one that just... One of them died a really bad death. The one on the cliff. The bald head guy that was throughout the whole movie. Okay, yeah. Yeah, he just died on some some seamlessly sad stuff because he was a good character. Um, the rest of them, the native from the island that was part of his crew, uh, that ensemble there makes for a really great, like, bad guy, good guy vibe. Um, exotic scenes, you know, you're going to have a waterfall scene, um, or something that involves water. That's just something in these tropical movies that has to happen. Uh, with Sandra Bullock and, uh, this, uh, outfit she had on, because I'm going on a little spread. Oh, gosh. She had on this 1970 sequins outfit. And you're in the middle of whatever... Island they are on. Right. Uh, she leaves evidence of where she's gone, and they're just able to trail her. So that made the movie kind of fun and kind of realistic right there because it actually said, hey, we can find you. You got sequins. We know how to track right. the water. We're going to do our thing. Um, the deeper and deeper you get into the movie, the story falls out how it falls out, and I'm not going to give any part of that way. And that's the magic of it. Once the characters get semi in sync... And they're not what your friends think. Uh, That was a little NC play (laughs) right there. Um, And Eminem too. So, when that happens, that's where the magic of this film for me happens. Like, you see that they can work together. And she finds out that he's more than just the doofus. Right. Right. And I... It's kind of surprising, but it's not surprising. Because, you you know, hey, the movie's not going to be over this, this fast. You have... She's kidnapped. They he goes with trainer. They find her. They're doing whatever they're doing, and she's kidnapped again. And then they're doing whatever they're doing, and you think it's over, and it's like, nope, we're right back into it again. And it's not until close to the end that it's like, okay, this is this is how it happens. And um, what I'll say about this movie: this movie could set up a sequel later. Because for something else, if she writes another book, because Mr. Uh, Harry Potter, he just got apprehended. Because mm-hmm. he didn't die. Abigail? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think Abigail died. If I'm correct, I'm sorry if right. I'm wrong about I that. Don't, I don't know. I See, I wouldn't necessarily be interested in a sequel to this. Oh, wow. Gangster. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that it wasn't good, but how are you going to... Right. Do anything additional to this. So, I t- mean, they, they, it's there. The Abigail wants to find this lost city, and that's what her books are about. And 
Um, all right. Spoiler. So if you don't want to listen, skip ahead like 30 seconds. Um, Loretta's husband dies and he's the only one that's able to read these. And she's learned how to read the ancient scroll. Yeah. yeah. So once that's destroyed, there's nothing left. And it kind of, you find out what the real treasure was. And I like the way that that happened. Which led up to the end of the movie. And the future of Loretta and um, Alan, which is Channing Tatum's character. So I do I do like that. But, like I said, I don't think there would will be a sequel. But one thing that I will say about this. This movie could have easily been produced by Hulu instead of producing <laughs> a, another movie that we're not going to review. Um, yeah. But, anyway... Overall, I think it was a good movie. Uh, I previewed and watched another movie called uh, The Black Phone. Um, This movie is not going to be in that same ranking. Would this be a good little dive in for the summer? Something, something, something. It kind of reminds you of like Jewel of the Nile, some of that old eighties type, type uh, heroine or hero type rescue movies. Only things that were lacking here for me is that uh, once again, and I know this may be wrong, and I understand. That we love Sandra Bullock, Bird Box, all that other stuff. But in all honesty, with all these movies and stuff like that, we're getting recycled actors. Actors and actresses in movies. I, She's a great actress. Miss Congeniality. No, that wasn't her. Yeah, it was her. Miss Congeniality. The, the uh, Blind Side. All that stuff. I love her, even in Speed. Right. But someone else could have played this character, done a little bit more with it. Um, See, I, I, th- I think she did this character well. Because she has that built-up, and not in a bad way, the built-up attitude that could handle this character. I don't think any random person that has no name out there for themselves would have done any good for this movie. I think that having those four big characters, it does make me feel and like I said this is only my opinion nobody else's not opinion of anybody related to this podcast or related to the movie I feel like those four characters are in the point of being washed up so they throw them into a movie together but I I feel like Sandra Bullock's character was the best one out of this one that made sense for that and um I'll say like the highlight for me was Brad Pitt Rabbit being in this, like it was yeah. exciting because it just yeah. And I think he was the right he was the right character. I just feel like, mm, you know, the weird plot twist at the end of this movie. Make sure you watch the end credits. Yes, yes. <laughs> so overall, I'll say this is a good stay for the summer. When it gets cold, let's put this movie away. Right. Definitely watch it. Definitely give it a shot. See what it's like. Um, form your own opinion. Definitely. Um, none of the actors were bad. Um, they all performed very well um it was a pretty decent movie overall um not as good as some of the other things we've seen but a lot better than some of the other things we've seen right so i'll say like in my hall of fame of uh summer movies like just like with vacation friends this one can go in there with that right bring it out once in a while like i said earlier um so once again i am jr and i'm stacy for west virginia and commonplace and the usual stick is this uh you can head over to the website www. 
wvuncommonplace.com. Make sure you follow us on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. We'd like to get up to our 1,000 followers on TikTok so we can maybe live stream some of these movies with you as they come out. That way we can have some one-on-one conversations with everybody. Or not one-on-one, but live conversations with everybody and see what you all think. And in the event that there's a movie that you want us to watch, if it's something old school or something that's coming out real soon, please, once again, any place that Stacy said, you can reach us there. You can hit us in the DM. You can even message us over on the ill-forgotten Facebook page that we don't promote. Because <laughs> um, we're definitely over there. We're on every platform. We want to reach, meet, and greet everyone at the door. Once again, this is JR and this is and Stacey. This is a West Virginia Commonplace movie review of The Lost City. And that's a wrap, guys.